Folks, wondering what happened on July 8th in baseball history? Get Off My Lawn starts things off. Those people existed all the way back in 1791 when Pittsfield residents banned baseball to be played close to municipal buildings. Musual belts three home runs in historic fashion and another walk-off by the kid. Welcome to Baseball History Daily. Every piece of history has to start somewhere, and we like to start it with the birthday. There are hundreds of players that were born on uh, on this date, Um, so our special birthday call out goes to Ken Sanders. He was born on a Tuesday, July 8th, 1941, in St. Louis, Missouri. The true definition of a journeyman, he pitched for eight teams in 10 years. He did, however, have a fantastic run in Milwaukee. Um, He had great seasons in 1970 and 1971. In fact, in 71, he led the league in saves, games pitched, and he won reliever of the year. He had a 221 ERA, and he pitched uh, 321 innings in 195 games, and he finished 158 of those games. He never touched that success at any other stop during his career. Now, normally I do debuts, but the next up, I'm going to do final appearances, and that was Jim Busby. He played his last game on July 8, 1962, and he passed away on his anniversary, July 8, 1996. So I thought that was an interesting coincidence. Um, Busby led all AL outfielders twice in putouts, once in fielding percentage. He was among the top five in stolen bases three times. He batted a career-high 312 for Washington in 1953. He's also the cousin of Steve Busby, of no-hit fame with the Royals, um, and Jim coached for a fellow Texan, Paul Richards, at Baltimore. Before Robin gives you today's uh, baseball history highlights, I got some quick trivia for you. Who led the American League in home runs more seasons than anyone except Babe Ruth? And the answer will be at the end of the show. And now, off to Robin. On July 8, 1941, at an All-Star game at Briggs Stadium, Ted Williams hitting a 405 at the break, homers off Chicago Cubs pitcher Claude Passeau with two out and two on in the ninth, giving the American League a dramatic 7-5 victory. Williams' four RBI are matched by National League shortstop Archie Vaughn, who hits homers in the seventh and eighth. Williams would end the season hitting 406 and remains the last batter in Major League Baseball history to reach that mark. On July 8, 1962, with home runs in his first three at-bats, 41-year-old Stan the Man Mutual of the Cardinals not only becomes the oldest player to hit three in a game, but also ties the Major League record of four straight home runs as the Cards whip the Mets 15-1. His homer in his last at-bat the day before was the difference in a 3-2 battle. Mutual's 924 OPS is the highest of any player 41 years or older in the history of the game. He retired after the 1963 season as one of the top 10 players to ever play the game of baseball. On July 8, 2001, a New York University librarian finds a reference to baseball dated 1823, believed at the time to be the earliest known reference to the game. This until Pittsfield, Massachusetts bylaw dating back to 1791 was unearthed. The bylaw prohibited anyone from playing baseball within 80 yards of the city's new meeting house. It is clear that not only was baseball played in 1791, but that it was rampant. Rampant enough to have an ordinance against it, according to historian John Thorne. 
A copy of the original 1791 document hangs in Wakona Park in Pittsfield, one of the oldest ballparks in America. That was July 8th, This Day in Baseball. Robin, thanks for those highlights. That, that 1791, I alluded to it earlier. Man, those Pittsfield folks must have been real fun at parties, huh? On to the trivia, a little hint. The player in question here once suffered a terrible injury during an All-Star game. And I know not everybody's a big war stat fan, but uh, it is a stat. And he has three times as much war than any other major league player from his birth state combined, and nearly six times the war of the next closest player born in his state. Today's featured radio calls, which you can find on Vintage Baseball Reflections, July 8th, 1935, the All-Star Game. July 8th, 1941, the All-Star Game, uh, where I already, Robin had mentioned it. Uh, this is another Ted Williams. I know we've had a lot of Ted Williams lately, but um, this is uh, Ted Williams' uh, historic walk-off in Briggs Stadium. So that's really uh, worth a listen. Uh, July 8th, 1958, the All-Star Game at Baltimore's Memorial Stadium. July 8th, 1962, Robin also talked about um, Stan Musial becoming the oldest player to hit three home runs in a game. Uh, that game was against uh, the Mets at, at the Polo Grounds. And you can listen to that entire broadcast, uh, again, at VintageBaseballReflections.com. Now, the trivia answer you've been waiting for, Harmon Killebrew. Uh, Killebrew led the American League six times in home runs, 59, 62, 63, 64, 67, and 1969. Babe Ruth led the American League 12 times. Now, his nickname was Killer, but by all accounts, he was uh, one of baseball's true gentlemen. Um, and the All-Star game he got hurt in was the 1968 All-Star game. Uh, he missed 56 games after injuring his hamstring. In the show notes, uh, we have a click to the 1968 All-Star Game that you could uh, that you could check out as well. Now, he was born in Idaho, and Killebrew has a war of 60.3. Vance Law is second from, from folks born in Idaho who played Major League Baseball with a 10.6. All other Idahoans from Killebrew's from Killebrew's home state total a, tw a, to a total war of 20.8. So Killebrew is a pretty big deal from Idaho and a rare state that uh, uh, produced baseball players. And a quick thanks to Robin from robinsays.com for all the baseball highlights and from Horsehide Trivia for this wonderful trivia. Uh, links to both in the show notes. And that's all I got for today, folks. VintageBaseballReflections.com features a treasure chest of baseball audio. The wonderful thing is the audio isn't a guy like me or a few talking heads reflecting on players, seasons, or teams. It is the actual players from that era, announcers from that era, giving you an uncut, unfiltered, unrecent day stance on what it was like then. These are real-time clips from that era. Now, we encourage you to check out our entire back catalog of baseball audio. And if you like old-time games, and folks, and folks, you are not alone. Join the membership section to enjoy interacting with fans, scoring games with folks just like you, and listening to hundreds of radio broadcasts that were baseball classics. 
As a special offer to you, type in This Day in Baseball for a discount just for you. And if you enjoyed the show, hit the plus sign to subscribe, follow us on the socials, and above all, share us with your friends who love baseball history just like you.